Welcome to Whose Kid Is That? I'm Julie. And I'm Val, and we are both experts in imperfect parenting. Between the two of us, we have four kids between the ages of two and nine. We've seen it all. Hopefully. Join us as we drink, laugh, and share the most ridiculous situations our kids have gotten into. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Hey, Val. Hey, Jewel. I'm excited. We're back. We're back. It's been a week. How have you been? I've been good. Guess what? What? If anyone is listening to this on the day it comes out, it's my birthday. Oh my gosh. Julie, (laughs) how old are you going to be? (laughs) No. That's rude, Val. Okay. I just thought the viewers would want to listen to something else about us, you know, a little bit of insight, but that's okay. Well, in case your dad wants to know. I am 38 today and I am accepting <laughs> presents. Woo! Happy birthday, Julie. Thanks, Val. <laughs> um, I talked Mike into taking a yoga class with me for my wow. birthday. Wow. And I okay. signed him up, not just for regular yoga, but trapeze yoga. Wow. Yeah. Have you done that before? Oh yeah, I do that every week. What? You didn't know that? I didn't know did that. Talk? I thought you were do doing we know hot each yoga. Well, yeah, it's hot. everything at the studio I go to is heated. That sounds terrible. No, it's the best because now if I do yoga, like just in my house, I don't even feel like I worked out because I'm not like sweaty. I never feel like I'm working out with yoga because I can never get the positions correct enough to feel like they're doing anything. And then I just get fed up. I remember trying to do it when I was pregnant because Mm -hmm. I really wanted some form of exercise, but I was nervous to do anything. And I just did that. And I was like, this sucks. I would rather get fat. (laughs) I did zero working out when I was pregnant. And that is why I gained 72 pounds. Hey, I was at 65, baby. 65. I didn't realize that. Oh, it was so much with my, You've with done a much yeah. better job of losing it than I did. Um, it keeps coming back and forth. Like it keeps going and then coming back again. Yeah. So I can't, I guess I can't really say that it's the baby weight anymore. <laughs> I made a joke about, um, like that one time when my kid was like seven, <laughs> I was like, gotta lose this baby weight. By the way, my baby's seven. (laughs) He's a full grown adult. Still calling this the baby weight. (laughs) Well, it did. That's where it came from. You know what I mean? That's still when it started with me as well. So, I mean, I feel like we can still use that, right? Val, your child is still a baby. You can still use that. (laughs) If they're still in diapers, if you still have to wipe their ass for them, you can still refer to them as a baby. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, sometimes I still have to with Cam. So how, how far does this go down? You've got time. He's just not good at it yet. And I feel like, like me and my husband both are very like particular, like you got to get in there. You got to get it all. You're going to get itchy. 
itchy. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel so bad for him, but he's just not great at it yet. So <laughs> he does it, but I'd prefer to do it. <laughs> All right. So I think this goes without even needing to ask based on the conversation we just had, but Val, are you drinking tonight? Duh. (laughs) (laughs) What you got? Okay. So I have, I have Savion Blanc again, Mm. but it's just the yellowtail this time. I've been off of the Pinot Grigio now for a while and I, you know, leveled up to a drier fancier wine i don't really think it's fancier but you know who wants drier i keep wanting it drier and drier i can't get on board i don't know why i keep i was with i you know i went from the i was on the moscato kick like you for a while and then i was like no i can't do this went to the pinot grigio for forever i really like a chenin blanc but what (laughs) is that a dog (laughs) you're making words clearly you have never taken a wine tasting class at the animal kingdom lodge in because that is where i learned all of it (laughs) no but it's it's just like it's it's a i think it's south african the ones that i like and it's a chenin blanc and it's really dry but they're kind of like expensive so the savion blanc has kind of stepped in so that's what i'm drinking tonight well, I'm the unofficial spokesperson for Barefoot Moscato, which is not <laughs> expensive. It's twist that, off. <laughs> it is a step above Boone's Farm, though. So way to go. Barely. Well, wait, what were you drinking in college all the time? Why can't oh, I? Oh, Arbor Mist. I drank Arbor Mist 24 7 in college. Arbor Mist. Julie would just have an entire bottle to herself and it gagged everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, but like now I can drink an entire like magnum sized bottle of congratulations. Growing up. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I mean, when you were drinking the Arbor we were drinking like the Mad Dog. So I guess I can't really talk. Oh yeah. Mad Dog and Chinese food. That'll give you nightmares. Oh my God. If you even survive it. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. You ready? You ready to dive in? I have been waiting all week to hear what the crazy McNulty boys have been up to. All right. So this is more like a bigger, long running situation than sort of like the last time I told you a story was just like a question Liam asked. So I have a question for you sort of. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Do you think kids see dead people yes 100 percent. right they've got this like weird thing okay so I think my kids see dead people (laughs) and I think they do because they talk about it okay tell me everything okay so the very first time I can remember this happening was um okay so Again, in case anyone listening is not an immediate family member, we'll fill you in on some backstory. Um, My brother passed away when my kids were one and a half and two and a half. So within the first year after my brother passed away, and 
the kids knew we talked very openly about like death, about cancer, about afterlife, about everything that was going on. They were very involved in the conversations. They knew what was going on. So within the first year after my brother died, I was filming Luke with my iPhone camera and he was babbling away at something behind me, right? And he was young then. He would have been between like two and a half and three. So, you know, like they don't totally make sense when they're talking. Right, right, of course. And I think I was like trying to get his attention and trying to get him to do something. And he just was not paying attention to me. And it was like babbling, 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 right? So I stop recording because he's not doing what I want. And like, right as I stop recording, he clear as day says, Uncle Sam, right? Oh my God. And then I look down at the video later and it like the, the, what would you call that? Not the screenshot, but like the image that it like freezes on. No, like if you pull up a video, there's always like an image. Yeah. was nothing but bright light. Oh my God. It was so I have the chills. You're giving me the chills. Right. Okay. So that's the very first story that I remember it happening. And they were young. So like they couldn't really explain anything. Now, this long running thing, whenever Liam's falling asleep, he starts talking about bugglies. And we're me and Mike are like, what are bugglies? Like we're we're on this again. Like, what are we talking about? And he would try to explain it to us. It made no sense at all to us. Well, now they're getting older, right? And so a couple weeks ago, he comes downstairs and he starts telling me that he had a dream and that he saw Uncle Sam in the dream and they were talking. And he's just like, and I'm like, well, do you does that happen often? And like, you know. He's just about eight. He's actually, when this airs, he's going to be eight in two days. Um, But so he can, you know, fully form like sentences and explain emotions and things now. So he's like, well, yeah, like, and, you know, sometimes he talks to me and like Luke's listening and he's like, yeah, me too. Like, they're just like talking about it so openly. And so then I'm like, Liam, like, what are bugglies? Because, like, it made me think, and like, maybe now he has the words to explain it. And he's like, well, yeah, that's that's what that was. It would be like people talking to me, and like, and I'm like, okay, okay. And then, like, Mike didn't even believe me, right? And so we were in the car the other day, and I'm relaying the story to him, and he's like, no, like, you're making this up. And I swear to you, I turned to Liam in the car and I go, Liam, tell daddy what bugglies are. And he goes, oh yeah, dad, bugglies are spirits. <laughs> and I never used that term with him. Like oh, he my God. that completely on his own. So I think my kids see dead people. <laughs> uh, they 100% do. So they 100% do for Liam to actually articulate the word spirits and say that that's what he he hears and it's it's not just one it's 
it's more. <laughs> yeah. I think that threw me too, because like I said, when I asked him that in front of Mike, he hadn't used that exact term or phrase with me when we were talking about it, we were more talking about it like general, I don't know. So yeah, when he said it like that and said it so nonchalantly, I was like, what? No, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm like super, like I get, like you probably would be, I get super excited when they talk about like, not that they talk about it, but like when I see certain things and I'm like, oh, that's like my grandfather died not too long ago. And I know that that's like, I know Juliet sees him sometimes and that like makes me super happy. But if they're like talking about like random strangers from the 1800s who have like died in in the, the lot on our house, like, no, thank you. I'm not interested in that hard pass. So do you think it's just that kids are more open to it? Like, I feel like I've heard like theories on this because I, maybe I'm like too in my own world, but I can honestly say that I have never been like, yeah, I don't feel that I ever have. Even like thinking back to like when I was a kid, I can't ever remember a time when I was like, you know what, maybe. Yeah, I, you know, I've always been a very scared person, like of just like everything. Like I just, for, for people who don't know, this is going to get cut out, but I had to, I was out in my sunroom. And when Julie started talking about this topic, I had to come inside because there were too many windows in that room and I got really freaked out. So (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know I just I've always been like that as a kid like I've always needed a light on so like I don't know that I've ever like wild now because we listen to murder podcasts 24 7 all the time all the time they're my favorite ones I know there's something wrong with me for sure yeah no like I like to feel scared but like not totally I like to hear the interesting details, but not ever be put in a situation. Right, right. Um, Yeah, so uh, I was just like thinking about the fact that I don't ever remember that. So do you think it's like all kids? Do you think it's certain kids? Do you think it's because they were exposed to like those topics so young like what you know I don't know I think back when my cousin she was she was first born like there had been like 18 years since like a a grandchild was born in in the family and she I feel like she was like maybe two one or two and she my cousin had died not long before that, a few years, I think it was. And she pointed to the picture that she had seen him. She knew who he was. Like he he asked her and she kind of like recognized him. And she, I can remember my aunt saying like her sitting on the step and talking to someone and her saying like, Philip, like, uh, you know, like I think kids are more open to it. I think their minds aren't cynical they don't think that that's something that shouldn't be happening so they just hear it so what you just said reminded me I completely forgot about this my kids used to talk about knowing each other in baby town 
<gasps> they talk about this all the time. They'll talk about baby town. Baby town is the place they were before they were born. What? Yes. And they, they both talk about baby town and they knew each other. Well, what do they say about it? Like, what's it like besides them being there together? They'll just like say things here or there. Like I can't even, because I didn't even remember it until you were just saying that, but they'll bring up baby town. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's so funny. And it's right. like, is it your uterus? <laughs> <laughs> or no, I think it was more Liam used to say that he watched us when he was in baby town. Is that what it was? what weird right <laughs> very <laughs> so Val have you had any experiences like this with your own kids yet yes so that's when you the reason why I was so adamant when you said that to me was because we just kind of experienced this my grandfather died in August and he's always loved the babies and on oh and you know when Juliet was born like he just he like loved her he loved to just sit and like he would just stare at her because she wouldn't she didn't go to anybody because she was a COVID baby so she wouldn't <laughs> talk to anybody or let anybody hold her but he would just look at her and smile and it was so sweet and I know that he if he was going to go anywhere that he would be going to, to to take a look at her to peek in on her make sure she's doing good and there was a period of time, a couple months after my grandfather died, that she would not go to sleep. Every time we put her in her bed, she would say no, no, and she would point, and she would point at a corner. And it, you know, I, I That's felt creepy. I'm sorry. It was creepy. It was so creepy. It was so creepy. And so I, I remember. I don't know if it was my mom or my aunt. I was talking to about it, and I was telling them the story, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like so creeped out, and they were like it's probably pop. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I said it to her, she was pointing. And I said, is that, is it Papa Joe? And she looked at me and she shook her head, like, or like not shook her head. I always do that. She nodded her head up and down, up and down, up and down. Like, like, and she, she she's always been, she's communicated for so long now. Like she, I can always really tell what she wants, tell what she's thinking, tell what she needs. And the way she did that and she'll, she sees pictures and she points to him and you know, she was, I mean, she's little, you know what I mean? So she, she, there's something there, there's yeah. something and I can, so yes. So, and knowing that story about my cousin, yeah. with, you know, with Philip, when he passed about, you know, with our other cousin, it was, I truly, truly think that's what it is. And you know, that once once I, I realized, I want to say realized, I don't, you know, know that that's what happened, of course. But once I started talking to her about that, like I would say to her, is that Papa Joe again coming to see you? He loves you so much. He just, he just can't stay away. And she was comforted by it. Like mm -hmm. she would lay down and she would be more relaxed. So like, I don't know, who knows? Who knows? Of course, but it was something that when she was reassured, she, she felt comfortable and she would lay down and go to sleep. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. 
Well, it sounds like you handled that really well. Cause I feel like when my kids talk about creepy shit, I like, go, (laughs) what? And then like hysterically laugh and then like make them tell it to other people. So (laughs) your approach was probably much better. (laughs) Well, I mean, the first time she did it, I took her out of her room and brought her into our bedroom and she slept there that night. So (laughs) I can't say that I knew exactly when to tell. But like I said, after talking to my mom or my aunt, I can't remember who said it to me, but I was like, oh, maybe that's what it is. And I like, you know, I'm a believer of that kind of thing. Like, I feel like people who love that love so hard can kind of like your brother, like he you know, he, he didn't want to miss out on that time with those boys. And he was like, you know, let me go visit that kind of thing. Like, you you know, when you love somebody that much, I feel like that can kind of, it doesn't stop with death. They want to go peek. They want to go see what's going on. But until you mentioned, um, that when he said spirits, it probably means all the other people that died in my house. Yeah, that's, that hadn't dawned on me. So thanks for that one. Sorry. (laughs) Um, no there is a cold spot in our house it's so weird at the top of our steps and um we had friends over one time who had lived in the town a lot longer than us and I mentioned the cold spot and she got like she just reacted weird and I was like oh my god did someone die in my house tell me tell me and she swore it was nothing but I still I still think her reaction was a little bit strange when I was talking about the cold spot oh my gosh (laughs) I I hate this (laughs) (laughs) I don't are you ready for bed I cannot wait to run up the steps and (laughs) tuck into bed and never leave it. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I get. I can only watch scary things when I'm in bed next to my husband and like, you know, feel alarm on safe. I I can't. (laughs) Well, that's like whenever Mike's traveling, I make the boys sleep in my bed with me and I lock the bedroom door (laughs) because I'm a child. No, I, I get it. A lot of times when Brandon travels, I ask my mom to stay here with me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did I ever tell you this? This is completely unrelated, but the very first time after we moved here that Mike was away overnight, no lie, a dead body was found in our town in the woods in a car. Julie, what the, what the heck? You've never told me that. I I shouldn't be laughing. It's not funny. It ended up being like a person. It was like a domestic kind of thing. But then the boyfriend dumped her body like in her car in our town. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like the first time ever when we were like moved out of state completely away from family and anyone we knew. And then I was home alone with the kids. Julie, no. No, no, no. And this is why I think that you are so brave because I live exactly 1.5 miles from my parents and it's still too far. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how you do this. (laughs) When I, you know, have the slightest inconvenience, I am on the phone with my parents. Please come help me. I don't understand how you could do it. (laughs) (sighs) I am so proud of you every day. 
thanks. That makes me feel nice. <laughs> All right. So in hindsight, I think that I could probably handle these situations a little better, but I am so happy that they speak openly about things. That is wonderful because, you know, they, you don't want it to be something that, that scares them so much that they don't want to talk about it or that you don't have a, an opening to kind of get in there and like chat with them about it. And I should probably tone down like the laughing and the, like making them tell everyone because then they're going to become like self-conscious. Yeah. I feel like they might not want to open up as much if they think they're going to be mocked. (laughs) I mean, it's more like nervous laughter. Like I am the type that laughs when I'm nervous. Yes. I've, I have, uh, ever since our girlfriend, Heather, um, do you remember when she put that on our like chat? I don't know. It was like months ago, but she said something like, oh yeah, when I get nervous about something, I laugh. And I never knew that that was a thing, but what? then I realized, no, I didn't know that was a thing. Why, why would you laugh? 24 seven. Why would you laugh? Every what? time I'm nervous, I laugh or no. say weird things. Okay. Yeah. No. Or like say weird things and then laugh about them. Okay. So like Brandon and Cam both do it. Like they both, like if we're like, if I'm pissed off about something or like, you know, I'm like talking to one of them about something that they like don't want to talk about, like they'll literally just laugh at me. And like, it enrages me. I'm like, what the hell are you laughing at? I'm trying to have a serious conversation here. And not until Heather said that, I was like, oh, that really makes a lot of sense. I cannot believe you did not know that nervous laughter was a thing. Nope. You nope. made it to what, 36 without knowing nervous laughter was a thing? I guess so. I just didn't realize it. Like, I mean, I guess I could get like that sometimes. Like, like, but mostly in like social situations with like people I don't know, like not in a comfortable situation with like a family member. Does that make sense? Or like a friend, like if I'm having like a conversation with a, with a close family member or a friend, I wouldn't be like that. But like, if it was like, like a work person that I wasn't quite familiar with, I would kind of do like a giggle to kind of like move my way through the conversation. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, but like, no, I, I I nervous laugh, even if like, I could like, like if I walked into a room and knew no one, I would just like laugh to myself. (laughs) (laughs) But what if you were like, what if you were like having a a serious conversation with about, uh, yes, with my serious conversation, anything that makes me uncomfortable, but with my laugh through. Yeah. With my really. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I now get that it's a thing. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to grow and understand the way other people react to things because I know other people, I know I, my reactions are not correct all the time. So I'm trying to understand the way other people react to things to see if I should adopt them or just understand them better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's read it. Okay. People, what do we think? Well, Julie, I don't know about you, but I'm going to need at least four more glasses of wine before I can sleep tonight. So you, being in the house that is clearly haunted. No, don't say that. I'm just saying. (laughs) Or or your children are just very in tune to it. Maybe they're mediums. 
I'm not sure, seven, maybe eight, to be honest. <laughs> Just anything that'll help you sleep tonight. All right. Well, bottoms up. <laughs> bottoms up, baby. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Whose Kid Is That? We so appreciate you commiserating with us. Just a friendly reminder that we are clearly not parenting experts and you should absolutely take any and all advice we give with a grain of salt. If your kids do this crazy, ridiculous, obnoxious stuff too, just know you are not alone. Come hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram at the.basic.moms or join our Facebook group, Mom Chat by The Basic Moms. If you've got a story you'd like to share with us, send us an email at thebasicmomsmedia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Gently and subscribe so that you know exactly when each new episode is released. Until next time, whose kid is that? It's mine. I'm sorry.